Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. The most important thing, we make decisions about winning, about putting the best team on the ice. I think it's it goes beyond communication. It goes to a relationship. Here's drilled him with a right hand. They missed with a wild right. Lands a right to the shoulder. You know, it's up to us to uh, get the fans excited. This is Ryan Eugene Hopkins. This is Oscar Platbomb. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office supplies at huge savings? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. You gotta keep them separated. to open the show it is the wednesday edition of oilers now brendan escott with you in the hot seat today bob stoffer off at a function does not mean we won't hear from the big guy however he'll check in in about 10 minutes time and we'll get his full recap of the oilers rookie game last night they played it down in calgary Another loss, a 3-1 defeat, Olivier Rodrigue. Uh, he had an up-and-down night. All the downs came in the first 10 minutes of the game. It was all up from there, but we'll get all that uh, lowdown coming up in a few minutes' time. Oilers now brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store, Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. So we'll talk a little bit about what happened last night down in Calgary. Uh, The Oilers on the ice right now, as a matter of fact, over at West Edmonton Mall, I believe. And that is the rookies. That's how they round out their uh, their rookie camp here main camp getting going on friday for the whole team uh, so bob will bring some thoughts on that again at about 12 15 somewhere in there uh 12 35 many of you pegged this on the text line yesterday yes it is the first of recurring wednesday segments with 
the NHL Network's Brian Lawson. So uh, we'll issue an appreciation once again to Craig Simpson for his due diligence in the last uh, number of years in his uh, segments with Bob. But moving forward this season anyway, we'll uh, have plenty with Brian Lawton, former player, former agent, and former general manager as well. 105 will get the Flames' perspective on uh, both the rookie games, uh, what they saw to the Oilers, and hey, they got an unrestricted free or a restricted free agent, excuse me, that might get pretty expensive as we move forward here, getting crunch time. So Sportsnet's uh, 960's Peter Labardius will check in with us at 105, and then at 135, we'll bring in former Oiler Ross Perkins, who uh, who knew somebody on one of those flights on the 9-11 attacks on this day 18 years ago. Uh, but also somebody who has an Oilers alumni is following the team and working closely with the AJHL's Sherwood Park Crusaders again. So we'll talk to Ross about a plethora of things coming up at 1.35. Here's how you get a hold of us. You can call us on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. That is brought to you by Who's Live Anyways, September 28th, out at the River Cree Resort and Casino Tickets at rivercreeresort.com. And you can text us at 630-630. That is the Heartland Ford text line. If you think all dealerships are the same, think again. Experience buying a vehicle on your terms with no pressure at Heartland Ford. We're on Twitter at Oilers Now. Bob is at Bob underscore Stoffer and myself at Brendan Escott. So we mentioned it. The rematch last night down in Calgary. The Oilers rookies, the Flames rookies. Olivier Rodrigue got the start. We'll recap it momentarily, but we're going to dip into our Oilers Now audio vault and tell you how it all sounded. That is brought to you by Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Jack Michaels with the call on the Oilers radio network. To Bouchard, who hits the line and twirls one down low looking for Maximov, but he missed him. And as a result, the Flames are able to emerge from out of their own end and on the move and taking a shot. Here's a turnover by Edmonton off the draw. Rzichka, reach shot, score. High blocker, and Calgary's taking a 2-0 lead. Adam Rzichka pounces on a giveaway in the Oilers' zone, and the Flames go up a deuce. A stick parallel, nothing was called. Turnover, caught in centers. One-timer to save, made by Rodrigue. And all of a sudden, it's a shooting gallery because Edmonton can't get it out of its own zone. Sam Marukov and finally booted out by Yakabella. Safford breaks free left wing. Back to Yakabella. Shoots. And a save made by Dustin Wolf. And out of play. Off the draw. Bouchard takes a shot that was tipped and finds its way behind Dustin Wolf. And right on cue, just as we've talked about it, now you've got a brand new game. It's 2-1, and the Flames all of a sudden having dominated for much of the first 41 minutes have seen their lead whittled down to one because of Rodriguez's second period excellence. Bouchard, a shot up top, went off a Calgary stick. He'll get the goal at a minute 45 in this third period. I did not see that catching an oiler. On the Flames, regroup and counter. Right to left, a dish. One-timer, Zabgarani stopped square to the shooter. Rodrigue read it all the way and stopped that shot from point-blank range inside the left face-off dot. Right in front of his bench, DeYoung off another dump in by Calgary. He'll play it into the corner, and the Flames, for the second year in a row, have swept a pair of games for their Oiler rookie counterparts last year. 
7-3 and 6-3 this year. one nothing in overtime Saturday night in Red Deer. And tonight, despite a sterling effort in the pipes from Olivier Rodrigue. It uh, it didn't start well for Olivier Rodrigue, allowing the goal on the first shot of the game, and then a second one getting by him in that first opening 10 minutes from there. Well, the team in front of him struggled, but he didn't. He went on to put 40, uh, 40 saves up in that one. So good for him to be able to recover at that juncture of a game. A lot of eyes on them. He spoke about that post game. Yeah, yeah, you always have to be ready. Like I said, the the, the next one is always the most important. So I had to keep my game simple and fight all on a, on every puck. We're inside the direct workwear audio vault here on Oilers now. Uh, head coach of this rookie squad, Jay Woodcroft, a thought on his young goaltender's ability to bounce back from a tough start. The way our three goaltenders have played over the two games is a real. Real uh, good storyline, I think. Um, Ollie stood firm after, you know, um, the f- you know, it's never easy giving up the first goal or on the first shot. So for him to mentally bounce back on that, I thought it was a real positive. He came up with some big saves. I thought he looked calm and collected and, uh, you know, we gave up too many chances for our liking as a team. But uh, he stood firm, which I was pretty proud of. And he kept his team in the game through a tough second period. Here's uh, someone playing in front of him who's really, really been shining in these games. That's Evan Bouchard. He was uh, incredible tonight. He's the reason it was only uh, you know, one goal game at, at the point before the empty netter. So he's uh, the reason because of that he played great. Um, but uh, you know, I don't think we helped him out too much. That is Evan Bouchard talking about Olivier Rodrigue. Uh, Bouchard talked about his own performance in these last couple of games heading into main camp as well. Yeah, it's good to get some games, and you know, you look forward to it. Um, you know, all summer getting back into uh, some games. Um, you know, it's not the way uh, personally I wanted it to go as a as a whole, but um, you know, there's definitely stuff to work on. You can see that in the games like this. So I think it's uh, it's good to get these games in. I don't know about you, but I think Bouchard's making a strong case to to at least be strongly considered for making this roster out of training camp. I know there's some things to be settled between now and then, but you've heard Bob talk about it. It sounds like there's going to be an opening to play with Oscar Clefbaum. I know it's early. I know he's young. But don't discredit him because he's young. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Bouchard finished up with a thought on that game as as a whole. Um, definitely stuff to work on. You know, I think we just had to get back to the, the fundamentals, of the easy stuff. Come the third period, you know, we were trying to make plays, turning it over a lot, and I think uh, you know that's where all their chances come from. But uh, luckily for us, uh, Ole had a great game, so he kept us in it there. Lots still to be settled on the Oilers' back end. Uh, Tyler Benson, look. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. 
Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. In that game, but Bob was there. He called it. We're going to check in with him. Brendan Escott with you on Oilers Now. We'll press pause. This is Oscar Plathbaum from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Shed. Who, oh, who is going to be playing with Oscar Clefbaum? We bring this up because Dave Tippett mentioned on an earlier edition this summer of Oilers Now that he plans on utilizing uh, Darnell Nurse, Adam Larson as more of a shutdown pair. Chris Russell likely to play on that third pairing alongside Matt Benning. So there's that open spot. Who's going to grab it? Is it a Legacy? Is it a Joel Person? This is going to be a fun storyline to follow going into camp, but I'm telling you right now, if, if they like what they see out of Bouchard, don't be surprised. Don't be surprised to see him uh, jumping into the contention for that. And Bob, I'm sure you'd agree, based on his performance over the last couple games, Bouchard uh, is starting to stand out as a man amongst boys in some, se- in some sense anyway. Well, I'm glad somebody stood out because there were some other guys. Uh, unfortunately, you know, you were hoping for a little bit more juice out of a couple of guys at the uh, recce tournament, uh, and they didn't get, you know, you only have one chance to make a first impression. Probably have already used that line on the show today. I apologize if you have, but, you know, you got a new GM and a new head coach, a new coaching staff, a uh, new pro scout, new amateur scout, and, you know, the team – there's, you got to you got to get noticed in those games, Brent. Bouchard got noticed. Bouchard made plays. To me, look quick, quicker. He had the puck a ton. Uh, he made plays late in shifts when he was tired and fatigued, which is good. Uh, he, he he does, in my opinion, appear to be a little bit quicker than we've seen him maybe in the past. And in the process, as a result, uh, he's he's a guy that's going to carry some positive energy forward going into main camp. Is he ready yet for? You know, full-time NHL duty, he might be better off playing, you know, 22 minutes a game down in the minors for 30 or 40 games. So they've got options uh, like Joel Person. And, uh, Brendan, I'm going to give you the name of a guy who is reported in unbelievable shape, um, really looks good out with the pros when he's on the ice, and that's Ethan Bear. Ethan Bear said he's kind of a forgotten man, right, because Caleb Jones came up last year. We've heard a lot about Lagason. Uh, but Ethan Bear looks pretty good to me and has been impressive. Uh, but Bouchard, you know, definitely helped himself out from the rookie tournament. I don't think there's any question about that. So the sense that I get, Bob, is offensively he's pretty darn close to being ready to go. But on the other end of the ice, is that where he needs to clean up and get a little more well, experience? I, I mean, you know the game, right? Like you watch them play enough to know that, you know, usually young guys coming in. The, the thing about this generation of younger players is, they're so skilled that, you know, teams will, certainly with forwards, and the further you are away from the goal, the easier it is to absorb. So you can put wingers in right away. Centers, because they got to take draws now, often they're low support defensively. They have a different need for defensive document. Then you talk about defensemen. This is going to sound crazy, but well, maybe it won't sound crazy for the listeners. One of the things with Bouchard is because he can move the puck, the key for Bouchard will be having the puck and getting it up the ice and being in the offensive zone. Because the less he plays in the D zone, the better. And he is a guy capable of making plays, extending cycles in the offensive zone. He's also capable of making a 90-foot stretch pass. 
And the Oilers' defense over the last couple of years has maybe locked a bit of that dimension. So I, I think Evan's going to be here at some point this year. Does he make the team out of training camp? I'd say it's a little bit of a long shot, but uh, I, I think that just because they've got more experience with Bear and Bear's in great shape, they want us Joel Persons on a one-year deal. Um, but I do think at some point, maybe halfway through the season, Evan will be in the mix. And when he comes up, he's probably not going back down. Olivier Rodrigue had to face 42 shots last night, and I think that was a result. As Jay Woodcroft mentioned post game, I mean the effort was there, but they didn't really keep the Flames rookies in their own end of the ice at all. Um, was Rodrigue almost a, a benefactor of, of getting to showcase himself because the rest of the team wasn't playing too well? Well, I mean he he gave up a tough first goal against, and then he battled back, played pretty well. Um, benefactor. I prefer not seeing him have to be that benefactor. Like, again, I think there's some guys that missed some opportunities there to impress the new staff. Um, and there's some other guys that maybe were looking to find a way to get into a mix and they didn't impact things. Uh, I mean, if you look at the positives last night, he maybe would grade Rodriguez a seven or an eight in goal and he battled. I don't know if you'd have another player as high as, you know, maybe Bouchard was a six or seven out of 10, you know, uh, I'm, I, would be pushed. I thought Cameron Habig was the best of the, the veteran AHL line. Like, that's what was the most shocking to me, was that Marodi and Benson, Brendan, those are two guys that were two of the top three scoring rookies in the AHL last year. And uh, Benson showed some frustration. He showed some, some fight. Marodi was quiet. And those are two guys that would like to get into them. And Benson, to me, is closer to being in the mix than Marodi. But I would have liked to have seen a little bit more production. I'm sure they'd be the first to tell you they would have needed to contribute more as well. Uh, so, you know, moving forward here, that's, that kind of solidifies a little bit more anyway heading into camp. Someone like Sheehan or, or like you've mentioned a couple times, Gaetan Haas is really being front runners for, the, for down the middle, right? Uh, I think, I think Mar- Marodi would have to, he'd have to get like five points in two games and be, you know, win every phase. I, I think he's, really going to have to have a lot of things go right here. Like, I think he's going to, I think him and Benson are going to play two of the next four. Like, the Oilers have four exhibition games next week, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday next week, and then they go to Kelowna. Uh, I predict the team will be down to 28 to 29 players by the time we go down to Kelowna. And if Cooper wants to still be around, he's going to have to make some, I, I think Benson will be around. I'm pretty sure Bouchard's going to be around. But if Marody wants to be around, he's got to get going here. He's going to have to He's going to have to improve the quickness and uh, and make some things happen out there. And main camp for everybody is opening up on Friday, that's correct? Yes, tomorrow's physicals. Uh, we're just doing an availability out here at the Country Club after uh, we're about 15 holes in. We have Dave Tippett, and we are capitalizing on the fact that Andre, Brenda, and myself are both 36 handicaps. <laughs> and so, in other words, we're cheating. Robin Brownlee tweeted and said you'd be about 57 over par by the time this was over. Well, I've seen Robin golf, and that's uh, actually I golfed with a guy, uh, Mike Pino, at Goose Summit. He was a pro out there, and he uh, drove up Robin one time, and I thought we were going to see some old school New Westminster Bruin action from about 1978, but I forgot that was Robin's haircut back in the day. All right, Bob, enjoy the rest of the day out there on the course, and uh, we'll, we'll check in tomorrow. All right, thanks a lot, Brendan. We'll see you tomorrow. That is the big man himself, Bob Stoffer. Uh, 
There's no days off for that guy, but he is enjoying some time out on the course out of function. Uh, let's do this. Let's go right now to NHL Today. That's brought to you by our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, building tailored, branded programs for your team or business, where your order is done on time, every time. Elite Promotional Marketing. Well, this might come as a surprise to some in this market. Maybe not to others, but the St. Louis Blues have hired former Oilers GM Peter Shirelli as a consultant. In Boston, head coach Bruce Cassidy signing a multi-year contract extension with the Bruins. They didn't disclose any term or finances, but since taking over for Claude Julien midway through the 2017-18 campaign, Cassidy has a 117, 52, and 22 record, the fourth best winning percentage for coaches in the league at that time. And I don't need to tell you that he led them to the Stanley Cup final last year as well. Restricted free agent forward Kevin Fiala has signed a two-year, $6 million deal with Minnesota. He was traded there from Nashville for Michael Granlund at the deadline last year and put up seven points in 19 games with the Wilds. He was the 11th overall pick in the 2014 draft. The Rangers assigned 31-year-old Matt Bolesky straight to AHL Hartford, meaning he won't get a chance to crack the team out of camp. That leaves the team with an $825,000 cap hit for a player who spent all but four games in the American League last year. And the Edmonton Oil Kings are in Dawson Creek tomorrow to play the first of two games against Prince George at the Encana Events Centre. Uh, game two goes Saturday and that'll finish up their exhibition schedule. The Oil Kings down in Red Deer on Saturday the 21st to open up their regular season. Big things brewing. Uh, one of the, I think it's called the Craigslist that came out, the top prospect rankings and there was Jake Neighbors sitting there at the end of the first round, number 31 overall. So a big year for him without a doubt. I think the text line has uh, has rebooted here. James says the only good thing about the Eskimos being on a bye week is that Oilers training camp opens up. Yes, again, their rookies are skating today. Sounds like they're doing some physical testing, some benchmark stuff tomorrow, and then they'll be on the ice on Friday. The first uh, the first exhibition game happens right here in Edmonton Rogers Place. The Winnipeg Jets come into town. That is on Monday the 16th. Sounds like there's some jobs to be won. KDK is saying, quote, don't discredit Bouchard because he's young. Putting rookies and or young defensemen on top four roles has always gone well for the Oilers and always will. Just ask Justin Schultz and Jeff Petrie. Great job by the Oilers. And it goes on. And KDK has been pounding this drum on the text line for quite some time now. Uh, Caleb Jones, probably a more likely option, given the fact that he did play last year. And, and as far as handling a player's development, I mean, I challenge you with with how things should be based on what the text line always looks like. Have them up, have them down, give them a cup of coffee. Don't put too much pressure on them. Let them percolate in the AHL. Well, they've done that with Caleb Jones. So uh, based on what Bob just said on Bouchard, you know, probably benefiting from some seasoning down in the minors. Could be Caleb Jones's spot. We'll stay tuned. It's just nice to finally have some more storylines than uh, than talking about the Bakersfield fourth line, as we like to joke about. All right, 127 here in Edmonton. We'll bring it back with the first of many weekly installments with the NHL Network's Brian Lawton. Brendan Escott with you. We're off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.